Hi, this is Erica. And this is Salem. And this is our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back. This is episode five of our podcast. Wow. Woo! Which uh, we started together during the pandemic. Um, we did. It's been a long year. We just crossed over the one year anniversary of uh, the World Health Organization characterizing COVID-19 as a pandemic. So, wow. Wow. It's been a year. It's been a while. It's been a crazy year. Um, at any rate, let's get right down to business. What are we talking about today? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, well, before we get started, actually, I wanted to say uh, welcome back to everybody who's listened to the last several episodes. And if this is your first uh, listen, welcome to you as well. Um, Hi. <laughs> we've uh, we've received some positive feedback from friends and family members that this uh, podcast of ours has helped people to kind of understand and sort through some of the um, issues around uh, LGBTQ and understanding their family and friends who may be going through similar experiences. And we always welcome your feedback and your questions. So please feel free to reach out at any time. Yeah. And with that, um, let's get started. Uh, so Salem, I thought we could start first by talking about something that I read a lot about and that you talk a lot about, and that's this idea of gender dysphoria. Oh yeah. Do you want to? I, I can talk about that. Do you want to talk about what that is and what it means to you? Well, it's different for everyone, but it's basically just a sense of feeling wrong in the body that you were born in, mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. It can also, it can just, it can also be from, like, your voice, your height, the way that you look or are perceived as by the public. Right. And then the opposite of that is gender euphoria, whenever you feel really gender-affirmed or very happy about how you're being perceived. Like, for instance, um, whenever, like a little old lady in, like, a Target or something calls me young man or sir, I I do a little happy dance inside because, yes, that's how I want to be perceived. Okay, so let's, let's unpack that a little bit because in the past you've talked to us about wanting to be, um, wanting us to use non-binary pronouns, right, which is they, them, and recently with not a whole lot of fanfare, you actually asked Dad and I to call you, to use, sorry, um, he, they pronouns, right? And that's a little bit different. Do you want to talk about what that, what that means to you, using those pronouns? Yeah, like, I don't feel comfortable enough using just he, him pronouns, and I really did like using they, them pronouns, so I feel comfortable using both he, him, and they, them pronouns because... They both make me really happy, and I, I, that's how I want to be perceived. Mm-hmm. So for, for you, it's sort of, they're, 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 I won't say they're interchangeable, but you you prefer them both equally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to ask you what might sound like a kind of a crazy question, because you can't exactly put yourself in the future, but do you imagine that at some point you will be fully comfortable using he, him pronouns and, and ask us to drop the they, them pronouns? Probably not. I'm really comfortable with they, them pronouns, and I don't think I'd like to let go of even that. I don't think I'd like to let go of that anytime soon. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it just, it feels good to think that I can be perceived as, like, this manly man, but I can also be perceived as a forest goblin, you know? <laughs> That's just me, though. A forest goblin, okay. Um, does that explain the makeup that you're wearing right now? No, no. it doesn't. Okay, so for those who are listening... Salem has chosen today's I. I'm I'm makeup. I'm I'm cosplaying a Minecraft YouTuber. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so you're actually imitating someone. Yeah. And for and again, just to describe it, it's a little bit of green. What looks like greenish eyeshadow. It's supposed to be slime underneath your eyes, and maybe a little bit on your eyelids, and like, yeah. there might be some eyeliner in there, some other makeup. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we can post a picture. Um. So in 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 the same space where you asked. Daddy and I to call you or to, to use he they pronouns. You also asked us if you could change your middle name from Rose to Toby. You want to talk about Toby? I I just think it's neat. <laughs> you just think it's neat. <laughs> I just think it's neat. Yeah. Well, you've talked about the name <clears throat> Toby before, so that wasn't a surprise to I me. Just, I really like a name that makes me sound like an orphan child from Oliver Twist. Oh, really? That's what it's all about to you. <laughs> you don't like the middle name Rose, though. I've also I've also been deemed Thomas the Train, even though that's not the character from Thomas the Train that's named Toby. Okay, so I think we're getting off topic here. Let me ask you a question. Is it more about using a name like Toby or getting away from a name like Rose? Or is it sort of both? It's... I don't... I don't honestly know. It's, it's more about using a name like Toby honestly because I, I think it's I think it's a cool name yeah okay so when you have the opportunity so when you turn 18 do you think that you'd like to change your name on your all of your documentation on your license on your birth certificate to if I'm done going through my gender crises that happen very spontaneously and very fast mm. by then okay then yes well you're using the word crisis that that concerns me where are you basically using that word? means i will run to my friends and i will go quick i want you to use this set of pronouns for me i want to see if i like them and then they'll use them and i'll either go hmm i like that or hmm i don't like that okay but why are you calling it a crisis uh well it's not really a crisis because it's not long and stretched out it's kind of short so what you're talking about is sort of as you sort through your own feelings and kind of try things out and navigate like who you are and who you're becoming, mm-hmm. you're sort of saying once you kind of get through that phase and you've decided that you might then change your name officially. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Once um, I figured myself out completely as far as gender goes, then I'm going to change. Do, do you think there is a figuring yourself out completely, like an end game? I don't think there's ever truly an end to figuring yourself out, just yeah. in general, mm-hmm. but I think that there can be a, a semi-permanent end. Right. And one that you feel most comfortable with. Right, you've kind of like arrived. For me, it's it's not about like what gender you are, it's just purely about what makes you comfortable like yeah I don't honestly care how I'm perceived but I'm comfortable being perceived a certain way and I would like to be perceived that way more so than I would like to be perceived any other way but I'm I'm I there are many different ways of perceiving me in this way that I'd like to be perceived Right, it's not really black and white. That felt like it didn't make sense, and I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You don't have to feel like you're making sense. You're just describing how you feel. 
I think you're making a lot of good sense. And I, I bet you there's a lot of people who, who feel that way too, hmm. you know? Um, maybe even I feel that way sometimes, you know? Like, you don't, you don't really, maybe it's not always about gender, but you, like, haven't quite figured yourself out, like, mm-hmm. for your whole life. Um, okay, let's, let's move on to another subject. Um, you mentioned to me the other day, you said you can't, you can't tell someone's gender by looking at them. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. Because someone might be showing themselves one way and you, in your mind, might perceive them as the way that they're being shown, but maybe they don't want to be perceived that way. Right. Like, see, say you see someone with long hair and dark clothes walking down the street. How would you perceive that person in your head? Right. Well, I mean, are you, are you really asking me that question? Yes. I mean, I think you've trained me not to, you've actually taught me to be less judgmental about someone based on their appearance. So actually probably wouldn't make a determination. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we all should be doing. Because it's not about like the way that someone dresses that tells what their gender is. Or how they wear their hair. You can't exactly tell someone's gender from a first glance. That's not usually how it works. Unless they're actually on purpose dressing to be perceived as one certain gender, which is okay. Yeah, that's okay fine. too. But again, you would you probably shouldn't be assuming it anyway. You shouldn't assume. Yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Okay, that makes perfect sense to me. Let's 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 talk about um, let's talk about going back to school. So we have a opportunity, I think, very soon to determine if you'd like to go back to in person instruction, or if you'd like to finish the year remote and you're kind of I think you're kind of on the fence about that right no no what's your what what would you like to do you see the only reason I'd like to go back to school is to like be around my friends but I know that it would be worse for me personally because all I want to do is hug my friends. Right. Right. And you'd have and to like, still have to have social I'd, distancing. I'd still have to social distance the rest of the semester. And I, I don't think I'd be able to do that. Because you want to, you just, you're. Because I just want to be near You're them. a cuddler. You like to hug. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what about the idea of kind of the transformation that you've been through in the last year, right? And the friends who haven't really seen you. I think quarantine has helped me figure myself out about what I like and who I am, like, a lot. And I really appreciate that, like, isolated time away from, like, eyes of everybody else to truly figure out what I mm-hmm. like and what I want to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I don't, I don't think I'm ready to give up that time yet. Yeah, what are you? Do you have any concerns, or like, what are your concerns about kind of reintegrating with like a regular school environment? My concerns are I'm not gonna know how to talk to people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. How? Why? Why? Why do you think that? Because it's just been so long since you've had to meet people and just make small talk. I haven't talk? seen another kid my age attempt conversation with me in like a whole year now well but you've made a lot of friends in this last year yeah but i barely know any of my classmates names okay. and if i do it's because i used to be or still am friends with them okay so for for our our listeners for their edification you've you've made a lot of friends sort of 
uh, virtually online, online and yeah. they don't go to your school. They don't go. So to they wouldn't school. even they wouldn't be people that you would get to they see at school there. anyway. Exactly. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. So do you think then high school you'll just wait till next year? I'll just wait till high school, yeah. What are your concerns about that or do you have any concerns I, about I'm it? I'm not actually concerned about high school because I'm staying remote. Because if I if I go the rest of my middle school life indoors, mm-hmm. I feel like I'll be more ready like in a be weird prepared. way to go to high school. Yeah. Because I know it's going to be a completely different campus, and I'm going to have to get used to that instead. So I figured if I get a blank slate in my mind and there's no roadmaps in my head, mm-hmm. it'll be easier to navigate. And you can sort of establish who you are because many of those people will ne- have never met you. Yes, exactly. Right, okay. Like a new, a fresh start. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about, let's see, I did a little bit of research and I was looking at, um, you know, this might be interesting to you, maybe it won't be interesting to you, but there's a, there's an organization called Gallup and they do surveys and they were, they reported that one in six adults who are generation Z consider themselves to be LGBT. What do you think about that? Oh, I've seen that study. One in six. One in six. Yeah. We live in a time that is so, so very accepting, and yet at the same time, we still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But we're still a long way from the 2000s, mm-hmm. which doesn't feel like that long ago. But in the 2000s, like, gay marriage wasn't legal. Right. Gay marriage has only been legal for... I think it's been off and on, actually, Salem. It's it's been, it's it's not, it's not been a long time. Right, There are kids that have grown up in an era where that is legal and okay and not, no longer frowned upon or cast out for people's being wrong. There's a lot more acceptance and understanding. There's a lot of acceptance and understanding and education Mm -hmm. that goes into Generation Z, especially because we're the information generation. We grew up with Google and like search engines and it I feel like that helped a lot of people figure themselves out very early. Right, because you have more access to sort of real-time information. Some of it is good, some of it is not, of course. Yes, and exactly. And you also have role models. Like, now we have the recently came out Jojo Siwa as right. a role model I forgot for, about Jojo. Yeah. for young girls mm-hmm. and to figuring themselves out. Maybe the ones that still like watch her show mm-hmm. have now a strong female lgbtq influence in their life right and a very positive and she's a positive she's a very positive light, influence as well you know a spirited young person and that's really really important because like not growing up with much gay representation in any of the media i, I watched as a kid was fun because I didn't even know that like there was another option besides liking the opposite gender mm. until I got to sixth grade. Right, that's when you kind of were first came across that. And were like, that's when oh. I like truly realized, oh, that's a thing you can do. Right, right. Purely because I didn't have any figure to look up to or any representation to look at and go, oh, right. that's a thing I can do too. Right, and or that kind of that I can that resonates with me. I also feel and that way. And now those yeah. those young 
like kids have right. something that represents that that they can look up to and they can go oh right that's a thing yeah that's an option for me interesting yeah um one of the other things that i noticed uh was that um amazon just announced that they will no longer sell books that uh basically frame uh being lgbtq as a mental illness so what do you think of big companies like amazon making decisions like that there that's very very important because a big company like amazon they sell like everything right and if they're like excluding something that must mean it's like absolutely terrible horrible no good very bad because i've seen some weird stuff on amazon Mm -hmm. so if they're actually like completely taking something choosing to take that out and choosing to take it away from their company that must mean it's it's way worse well and it's a big deal because it shows their support yeah right and that's important i love it when big corporations smile down on the unicorn community and they go this is for you (laughs) the unicorn community what what's meant by that um I, I like calling it the unicorn. The what? Group. The LGBTQ Cause, community? Because I, I think it I think it sounds because nice. Because they're unicorns. Yeah, it does sound nice. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Let's talk about... Um, oh, okay. Let's talk about this HB 1298 in North Dakota, which is um, sort of this banning trans athletes from participating in sports in the gender with which they identify. So That's just transphobia. That's just blatant transphobia. <laughs> we'll talk about talk about what transphobia is. Transphobia is when you look at a trans person and you go, "You'll always be biological gender because you're you were born that way, mm. and I don't care what you say that you are. You are never gonna be that. Right, I don't the, accept you. And then usually, this. Actually, mm, wait, let me get this straight in my head so I can say it out loud. Okay, so if a trans kid is raised with transphobic parents, parents that don't accept them or their gender identity, they're more likely to be suicidal Mm -hmm. than a trans kid with accepting parents. Right. So... Um, not being transphobic to your kid is also suicide prevention. Right, right, right. Not being transphobic in general is suicide prevention. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in and, and in your eyes, these these folks who um have these people who try that, to pass these policies, these people that are discriminate against wrong. trans because youth. they 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 use the evidence of you'll always be gender you were born as you'll never be gender that you identify as when Mm. there were studies um taken on a cisgender person's brain and a trans person of the same gender's Mm. brain Mm -hmm. um and they they found that the cisgender person's brain actually matched the activity of the trans person's brain like say the cisgender person was male and the transgender person was also male Mm -hmm. their brain activity matched more closely than a transgender male and a cisgender female i gotcha i hear what you're saying which means that it is proven psych psycho psycho neurologically neurologically that that trans people do in fact 
um, their brains do function like the gender they identify as. That's interesting. We'll and have I to that's really we'll have cool. to look at that study to. I think that's really cool to validate our research that you've done already, and I think that's maybe really we cool. can share that. Hey, but you know what? You need to be careful with the research that you're doing, okay? Because not everything you read is true. I'm yeah. just saying that as a matter of like everything you read. I know should be put but, through a certain but filter. But that that in particular, it I just thought was cool. I think that is cool too. Um, and it kind of lends some, some evidence to the fact that people who identify a certain way are actually neurologically, neurologically, their brain works that way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? Um, let's talk about something that happened to me recently. Oh, okay. That, so somebody who I, who I care about, um, describe something they, they were trying to describe something as negative and they called it gay and I and I asked them to back up and repeat themselves and then I asked them I basically told them that they shouldn't refer to things as gay how, how, do, how does it make you feel when when you hear that oh I hear that all the time from every single boy at my school because they make fun of this one boy in particular yeah. for no reason whatsoever and they, they call him gay all the time. Right. They also say other mean things about him that I don't want to say on the podcast, but like they, they, they also just kinda call him gay and he goes, Guys, guys, I'm not I'm not gay. I'm not gay and they go, Ha gay. Right, but they're using it as an they're insult. They're using it as an insult. One time one of them called me gay and I said, I am and they looked at me scared <laughs> and I laughed at them. They probably didn't expect you to have that response. Like they they looked at me in, in my in my gym uniform and they went, You're gay gay and I went yes yes and they, yes and they indeed. went they went oh, uh, scared <laughs> you say you're gay and I was like yeah yes I am um but does it does it bother you it doesn't seem like it bothers it you really bother me at this point because it's just kind of funny at this point how they can automatically just know that I am in fact gay no no I don't mean I don't mean that part Baby, I mean the part where people use that word as an insult. Oh, negatively? Negatively, it sucks butt. Okay, okay. And as an so insult, you, you it don't, sucks you don't, butt. You don't like it when people do that. I don't like it it's when offensive. people do that. I'd much rather them call someone a monkey in lobster's underpants and a curd of cheese than I would oh, them call them Those are really gay. great insults, Salem. Did you yeah. come up with those on your those own? Those are good insults. Gay is not a good not insult. Not a good insult. Okay, all right. Use for the record, instead. For the record, gay is not an insult. Use you monkey stop and lobsters, underpants, and cheese curd instead. Cheese curd is really wonderful. Or just don't insult people. Oh, how about that? That that works, too. Or don't don't call things... Uh, don't don't be negative about things. Don't right. call Find the positive negative. Right, please. Okay. All right, let's see. What else did we have on our list here to talk about? Do you have any about? questions? Oh, I know what I wanted to ask you. What? Do you want Daddy and I to start calling you our son? Yes, please. You do? Yes. Okay. This is the, for the, for the, for the listeners, this is the first time I'm asking Salem this question. The news of Toby and Hide is like only a week old, so we're, we're just barely, you're really excited right now. Salem's doing like a little seated happy dance. Um... Did you, did, did you want me to ask you to, if we want, if we should call you son? I mean, yes. you, but you didn't, you didn't bring it up. I, I don't know why I didn't. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. So from now on, when I talk to people, it may take a little bit of like reminding folks. I'm your little boy. How that I should say, my son, my little boy. No more little girl. No princess. Can you be my prince? Yes. Oh, okay. Please. This like cracks open a whole Ooh. new like laundry list of affectionate names I can use with you. Okay. All right. <laughs> no clue how happy it makes Salem me. Salem is like jittery, Ooh. dancing, super excited. The toes are flexing. There's little wrist dances going on. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> Um, let's see, did, were there any questions? Because I did put it out there for were folks. There, to, there were, you know what, supposed to the, I, did, I did, and the questions were all about he, they. People were a little confused about the combination of he and they, but I cleared that up with those folks directly. Um, were there any other questions? I don't think there were any other questions. Hmm. Yeah. I think most people just kind of, like, usually when I put it out, people just throw a lot of support your way. That's nice. And uh, and they talk about how much they Thank appreciate you. how open you are and just how smart and articulate you are. So why don't you just keep doing that? Okay. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to share with our adoring fans? You're all, like, really cool. And if you, if you or your brain ever tell you otherwise, y- you're wrong because you, you are cool. Cool. Right? You should love yourself. You should love each other. You should love yourself because yourself is really cool and doesn't deserve any hate. Right. Despite what maybe Maybe in your the brain thinks that you might need, yourself might need hate, but your brain is stinky. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, right, Salem. Only sometimes. Okay. All right. Well, let's see. I think I had some other... I had some other things on my list, but I think we've pretty much covered off on the big topics. Do you want to talk about them? Talk about what? We could talk about some of them. No, no, no. It's okay. No, I was going to bring up Poland. Um, and, you know, they, they essentially uh, don't recognize um, same-sex relationships and marriages. They don't allow... Ooh. They don't allow same-sex couples That's to a adopt. Step you know, backwards. Poland is kind of a problem. Um, Poland. They've got their LGBTQ-free uh, zones, which are the small towns that sort of declare themselves anti-LGBTQ. And just recently, the EU actually announced, um, in response to that, I can't laugh at that. Freedom. But I'm zones. just imagining these teeny tiny towns. Of, like, conservative people going, meh, we hate being Right, gays. no gays in our no town. No gays in our um, tiny town. But uh, we don't live in Poland, and, and actually... Those tiny towns, very stinky, stinky poo-poo towns. We should probably, maybe maybe we have some friends who are Polish who would like to talk about that and how they feel about that in, in we Poland. We should get gas. We should get guests. Who should our guests be? Should we put out a call Who for? Who would we even bring on? I mean, the I have show? a I have a very, very good friend, former colleague who is a fan, who would very much love to come on the show with us. Would what you? Would we should talk we about? should we invite him on? We could. Yeah, we could totally do that. Okay, so Byron, I'm talking about you. We're, we got our sights on you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna brainstorm some topics and we're gonna get you on our show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right, I think that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening to us chit-chat about 
all things momming and thanks for listening kidding. to mom momming and sunning questions and me you hear what I answering said? them very long and in detail thanks for listening to us mom and son oh my goodness okay so excited all right so for now we're gonna sign off Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Hi there. It's Erica again. Um, this time I'm here by myself. And I just thought that I would come back around, um, you know, again, just by myself, all alone here, um, to talk a little bit about something that Salem and I discussed on that last recording. And, you know, I had planned in advance to ask uh, Salem if they wanted me to call them my son. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I, I already knew the answer. I knew they were going to say yes. Um, and, and honestly, they were just so thrilled. I can't even tell you how excited they were um, during the recording and after the recording. It just really made them very happy that I, that I asked them that question. Um, and the response, obviously, that I gave them, which was, of course, I would, I would call them my son. And I thought, you know, just to be fair, I should come back around and, and just to be a little bit sort of more raw and authentic and true with, with my, my feelings. Um, it's really not easy at times. Um, certainly loving Salem is very easy. They're a wonderful human. Um, but it's complicated, you know, the feelings that I'm experiencing myself as a parent, um, it's, it's confusing. Um, it's sometimes it's hard to sort through and, um, I just wanted to be fair and honest and sharing that, um, you know, of the many, many complicated feelings, the most, um, the biggest one is love. You know, I love Salem. I want them to be happy. I will do anything for their happiness. Um, and like everything in this journey, you know, what may seem foreign or unfamiliar at first gets extremely familiar and very easy over time. Um, anyway, I just really wanted to share that with you because, um, you know, when I'm talking to Salem and we're sitting together, I, I try really hard to be honest, but also optimistic and, and to, um, you know, express, you know, big love towards them because, that's what we all need and love and uh, need and deserve. Um, but again, I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be really fair and honest and authentic and share sort of what it, what it feels like for me at times. Anyway, uh, signing off this time for real. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate your comments and questions um, and any shares uh, with those in your network, your friends, your family members who you think might benefit from this podcast. Okay, signing off for now. Thanks.